two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on a penny or two for your thoughts. Hey everyone, it's Chantal and Liz with Centris Federal Credit Union with another episode of A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. I changed it this week. It sounds like it. It was more of a song last week or last time we did this. And and you didn't giggle this time. The last two, I think you kind of giggled midway. <laughs> but I think that's because we tend to, poor listeners or listener, <laughs> I, need, I think after today's episode, we're going to, that's plural. We could probably yes. take parentheses off. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um <laughs> half the time before the podcast even starts, we're already giggling. So I can, we just talk about what just happened? Yes, we can. <laughs> Cause I still think my eyes are watering. Okay. I, I am so excited for this podcast anyway. I am too. Our guest is one of our favorite people in the world. And we're always <laughs> laughing with her. Always. Our producer cam let us play with the chipmunk voice. <laughs> It's stuck in my head. It's, it's you. I keep oh my God. thinking, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's, Let's go. <laughs> and so we're talking, and we talk slower. <laughs> but I sound so cute. Yeah. Cute. I sound like the idiot chipmunk. <laughs> Mine just sounds even slower. <laughs> oh. I'm like the valley girl, Chipmunk. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't breathe. Oh, okay. And our producer's pretty much kicked back He's in his done. chair right now laughing He's as well. <laughs> oh, it's so good. If there but was anything in our life that, oh, man. I need that. Like, I need that in my life. Just that Chipmunk voice that I can just turn on every so yeah. often. We need it, like, on a Zoom call. Yeah, like yes. when no one knows, and then all of a sudden you start presenting or talking, yeah. and you just got to keep the straight face yeah. so no one knows. Yeah. How do you like the fact that our guest just started talking? Right. We haven't even introduced Sorry. her. I mean, Sorry. we didn't well, even. Because she's just, she's, she's one of us. She's... I mean, that's a, that's just how it goes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let's just dig in yeah, today. Yeah. How about Let's that? Just, Anything else we need to talk about before we jump in? No, no. She's ready to roll. I know. She's like, can you just tell them my name so they know who I am? <laughs> the All suspense right. is killing everybody. Let's do this. This is truly the day we've been waiting for. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Listeners, this guest has us laughing daily. So if you haven't, if you've stopped listening to at this point, you shouldn't because we're going to keep laughing. Mm -hmm. um, she's been with Centris for almost 19 years. And when she started at Centris, she was, or no, not when she, it was when I started. I did read, I wrote that right. I didn't read it right. Mm -hmm. When I started at Centris, she was assigned to me as my buddy. Oh, well, we could do a whole separate podcast on that. And we might have to with the chipmunk voices. Yes. Um, her background is in HR, but she's been overseeing our benefits for the last 11 years at Centris. She's an animal advocate and is heavily involved with the Nebraska Humane Society, just one of the many reasons that I absolutely adore her so much. She's our benefits administrator, so welcome to the show, Chrissy Cunningham. Thank you, guys. Oh I have been, I was joking uh, when I was like, oh yeah, you guys got to have me on because to be honest, the content 
Ooh, a little, a little overwhelming for some. <laughs> so when you actually picked me when I was chosen, I was so excited. So thank you for having me. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. I think we really have to do like some information for our listeners though, about this buddy program yes. that we have at Centrist yeah. because you, you have an issue with yeah. how that went down. Yeah. And I think everyone should hear the story. Yes. It sets the stage for who Chrissy is right. in our lives. So buddies are assigned to new hires mm -hmm. and they're there to really just kind of help them out the ins and outs of the day, check on them, make sure they're, you know, their experience is good. We're all about the experience at right. Centris, um, even for our employees, um, so they assigned me to Chrissy, which is perfect because Chrissy and I go together really well. We have very similar senses of humor and the fire drill went off or the fire alarm went off one day and I was fairly new. You were out. I was out. Mm -hmm. Chrissy was out. And thankfully my little area of SRM friends took me downstairs with them. Nowhere was my buddy. We get down to the parking lot. My buddy's already standing down there. You know, it's a beautiful day. She's enjoying the sun, getting some vitamin D and I look at her, I'm like, hey, buddy, <laughs> you even care where I was Let in this whole fire drill? And she's like, building. you're an adult. You can figure it out. <laughs> and it was at that moment that I knew that my buddy didn't want to be my buddy anymore. <laughs> Do I get to tell yes, my side it, of yes, the now story, it's your please? Yes. So mm -hmm. this was a legit fire alarm. It wasn't a drill that we were all were knowing. So the it goes off and everyone's like, do we go outside? Do we not go outside? So we go outside. And... You know, what if there had been a real fire? Right. And what if, because I know Liz's SRM buddies are going to take good care of her and they got her outside, but I'm in the building, army crawling on the floor, looking for Liz to make sure that she's okay. And then the building burns down. I'm not going to be any help to anyone at that point in time. That's true. So I wanted to get outside to make sure that you were okay and out there. And if you weren't, then I was going to send a really good looking fireman in to come rescue you. She was still not going in. Okay. <laughs> she forgot that I even existed. <laughs> buddy idea. The whole, like, I am a buddy out the door. Like, right. They I have to care. now put in a waiver when they assign you a buddy. Like it's <clears throat> in there that says the buddy will not yeah. escort you out the building mm -hmm. in a fire. Yeah. I got a bit like the face or the oxygen mask in an airplane. Yeah. You put the oxygen mask on yourself First, before you put save it on yourself. Your, yeah. Yeah. Save. That's exactly and that's what, what I was she told doing. me. I did. That's how she's, yeah. <laughs> that's how I spun it. We have not had a fire situation since then. <laughs> no. So that's a good thing. Right. So, okay. But now I know. Thank you for both of you going back and forth on that. I appreciate mm -hmm. giving that explanation. Well, it's I just I one of the benefits of being at Centris. You get a buddy. You get benefits. a buddy. Oh, wow. See what you benefits. did there. Did you, you just... see how I... Dang. That's yeah. Dang, that's dang, brilliant. Dang. That's yeah. brilliant. Well, well uh, I have my moments. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So not so long ago, we were here with your partner in crime, Haley. Yes. She was talking about all the things recruiting. She's amazing. So, yes. yes, she is. It was a very uh, spirited uh, podcast that day. That it was. was yeah. It was a lot of bird talk. <laughs> it was. It does so. like the birds. So she's part of recruiting. You are 
over the benefits area. So how did you get into this? How did you land where you are in 19 years of this? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because Congratulations. Old, thank you. The old joke is, you know, I started when I was, what, 10? So That's right. yeah, not right. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah. If you had told me 19 years ago that I'd end up in benefits, I would have looked at you like you were crazy. Um, I look at you guys like that anyway. Right. But I was like, that's no different. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I love helping people. My bachelor's degree was in psychology. So human resources was obviously a natural fit for me. Um, but over time, I realized how intimidating and overwhelming benefits are. And I always said, oh, no, I want nothing to do with that. Well, over time, I decided, you know, it's not so bad if you just take the time to really understand. So what I get joy and satisfaction out of is being able to go in, learn all the benefits, all the legal mumbo jumbo, and then being able to present that to our employees in what I call Chrissy terms or <laughs> a way that they can actually understand. Um, some companies tend to just on your first day, here's your benefits packet, review it, let me know if you have questions, tell me what you want. And one of the many reasons I love this company is that we don't do that. I take two hours of their lives that they can never get back <laughs> and go over um, all the benefits we offer and really try to break it down for them so that they can understand. So that is kind of how I ended up in benefits and what I get joy out of doing in my job every day. It's amazing. That is awesome. That's one of the reasons why I like you is because you just, you do, you love to help people and yeah. mm -hmm. there's no, like you, you get a lot of questions in the day. So what are some of those common questions that you get from employees about benefits just in general? Yeah, I would say the most pressing is obviously how much does it cost? How much is it going to cost me per paycheck or when I go to the doctor? So a lot of, as we all know, our healthcare system, um, there's room for improvement and there's always dollar signs associated with that. So I would say cost is my number one question. Um, then I would say a lot of, is this covered? Is this not covered? Um, and what should I do? And, you know, I can't ever tell someone what to do. Benefits are very um, individualized as to what you need, but I'm so happy to kind of analyze uh, maybe a spouse's or parent's plan versus our plan. So those would be the most important ones. Um, I always tell them in orientation, there's no dumb questions. The only dumb question is the one you don't ask that you need to know the answer to. So, um, so those would be the main ones I get. She set us up for that. I mean, there could be some dumb questions. Yeah, a lot of today. dumb questions. I mean, we <laughs> pretty much what most of what comes out of my mouth Chrissy, is dumb. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of questions, but there's a lot of terms. I mm -hmm. think that was something yeah. that's still overwhelming to me. I, I know when we did our onboarding, you really did such a fantastic job of, of taking it down to a level where you, we could understand it. So what type of terms though, should you could level set for us right now as we talk about that yeah. in this podcast today? Absolutely. So I, I have a whole slide dedicated to, we can't know what we're talking about unless we all understand the terms we're talking about. So um, premiums is a big one. And that is, if you decide to take out a benefit, the cost you would pay at Centris, it's per paycheck. Most companies do go by per paycheck. It is the cost you are paying just to have the benefit. Um, I always tell people, think of it as it's reserving your spot. It is pure profit you're giving to the carrier to have a health, dental, or vision insurance. And all it does is give you peace of mind of knowing you're covered. 
um, a deductible. I wish 18-year-old Chrissy had understood this concept because <laughs> I had car insurance, right? was paying a premium every month for that. Got into a little fender bender and I thought, oh, it's okay. I've got insurance, so they're going to fix my car for me because I pay this premium every month, right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think back then um, my deductible was probably $850 and they said, yeah, you got to pay us $850 before we even essentially look at your car. And it's the same concept um, in the health and uh, the health insurance or just in the insurance world in general that every year, even though you're paying that premium, that just protects you. You've got to pay a certain amount out of pocket before any benefits kick into you. And then um, max out of pocket, once you hit all your deductibles, things like coinsurance, once you've hit that for the year, you're done paying anything except your premium. Obviously, you've got to continue paying that. And then lastly, where I see people get into some, I don't want to say trouble, but some sticky situations is when it comes to networks, in-network and out-of-network. And I can't stress enough, you always want to go in-network. Um, if you go out-of-network, sure, absolutely, there'll be coverage. Let's say Liz needs a strep throat test. If she's in-network, they'll charge her 50 bucks. She goes out-of-network, they might charge her 100 She's going to have to pay that difference of $50 plus, she's going to have a higher max out-of-pocket or deductible. So long story short, you can always get coverage out of network, but you're going to pay a heck of a lot more if you do. Great. Thank you for that explanation. Good information. Yes. Um, so kind of piggybacking, I know you're coming in after Haley. So with that recruiting aspect, people are searching for jobs. Yes. Are there those standard benefits that our listeners should always look for when they are looking at those new jobs? Absolutely. I think the first thing, it just depends on what is important to you. Um, I love giving our employee op employees options because what's important to me may or may not be important to you. So you want an employer that is willing to invest in you and provide you with at least the health insurance and retirement plan benefits. Um, some commonly overlooked but important ones like short-term disability and life insurance can really assist you and or your loved ones during difficult times. Um, but if wellness is important to you or vision insurance, LASIK, um, make sure to ask. Some employers will offer great benefits like long-term care for aging parents or pet insurance for our precious little fur babies. Mm. Um, Centrus gives paid time off for community involvement. So um, no matter what it is that's passionate to you, make sure you ask because sometimes these there's a lot that get overlooked because everybody just thinks health, dental, vision, mm -hmm. right. uh, but there's a lot that employers provide out there. So what should those listeners ask then for those potential new employers when they're they're looking at the organization's benefits. Absolutely. So it's important that you ask questions that will help you understand the full scope of what the company offers and how it will align with your needs and priorities. So ask what their philosophy is on a total rewards package. How much do employees typically contribute to their benefits? Um, are there cost sharing agreements between the employer and employee? When I was talking about premiums, uh, most employers don't make you pay that full price that the, the carrier charges. Your employee is going to take a portion of that. And that is, you know, super important to your take-home pay. And then another great question would be, how often uh, do they change their plans or how often do they get updated? Very good. Those so, are great questions. Yeah. In thinking about those same questions and then thinking about just different demographics. Mm -hmm. So maybe those individuals who are just starting their career or their first-time job, 
it's overwhelming. Yes. Especially, you know, if, if you've never had to deal with that, you're on your guardians or your parents' plans or insurance or whatever. So when they're starting to look for a job, what are the questions that they need to be really focused on or, or understand? Absolutely. Um, find out when the benefits begin and determine if you're going to have that gap in coverage. Um, I'm always surprised when a new employee doesn't know, um, and this is more if they had a previous employer, when those benefits stopped versus when ours start. And if there's going to be a lapse in coverage, um, you know, what we can do there. So it's always important to fully understand when your benefits start. Um, remote work and flexible schedules seem to be popular for those young in their career right now. So does the, ask them, does the company offer flexible work scheduling or work remote. Um, if they do offer those remote work benefits, do they get the same benefits as in-office employees or do they get anything different like a home office stipend? Um, those are great questions to ask. Um, finally, what I want them to know going into interview is that benefits are a major expense to an organization and really want you to take into consideration that they're part of your total compensation. If the company made you pay the full amount for that premium or whatever it might be, it would lessen your take-home pay. So you really want to look at, you know, if, if the premium is $100, but your employer pays $80 of it, that's 80 more dollars you get to take home every paycheck. And so I think it's really important that em employees realize the investment that a company is giving to them. Hmm. It feels sometimes though, <laughs> even when you do the interview, I don't know if, if it was for like for this in your past, Liz, but you go into an interview and then it feels like the benefits are the last thing. Mm -hmm. Like you don't mm -hmm. even talk about them, maybe your first or second interview, you know, right. it's kind of like, oh, okay, these are it you'll get these. Yeah. You know, it, it's so important right, to is. ask those questions that you're, you're specifically uh, telling us about. Right. Cause you don't want to get so far down the road and then all of a sudden you're close to getting hired on and then you hear yeah. the benefits and it doesn't align with what you need or what you want. Yeah. And you've gotten right. through all of that. Yep. Most employers, you know, will post on their website. Um, so I, I think and of our listeners, if you if you don't do this, I'd highly encourage you to go out there and just look at the basic package to make sure, okay, they do offer the big ones that I need. Um, so, but yeah, that it is tends to get tucked away till the very yep, end. Very end. Well, we all know like a good thing always has to come to an end. So those individuals that are turning 26 mm. and mom and dad or their guardians, yep. you know, move along, get yep. your own plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember that day when it happened to me. Although back, like then it wasn't, the it wasn't back then it wasn't 26. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was 18 and it yeah. was right. like, sayonara. Yeah. Um, where should those individuals turn to find guidance about getting their own insurance? Because they've been on a plan, they've been covered, mm -hmm. and now they have to go and get it on their own. Absolutely. So the first thing they want to, you want to do is, is to look to your employer. Um, most employers are going to provide you some sort of health insurance. So um, if you have a job that offers health uh, insurance benefits, you'll want to go to that HR department. It is so important if I could say this, because if you're 26, never been on your own insurance, you only have 30 days to let your HR department know 30 days from your 26th birthday that you want to get on that, um, oh, wow. on a plan. If you miss that window, your employer cannot help you with that. And so you'd have to turn to other avenues, which, um, healthcare.gov or, uh, also known as the marketplace in the U S um, and individuals can explore health insurance options, options, through our federal health insurance marketplace. The website will provide information on plans, subsidies, enrollment periods. You can also find local assistance.
assistance uh, that can help you understand your options. And then the other one, this is before we had the marketplace, an insurance broker or agent can help you navigate the insurance market and find a plan that'll fit your need. I always just say, make sure you choose a licensed and reputable broker or agent to do that. So first bet is to start with your employer. Um, they don't offer it. The healthcare.gov is a great place or looking at an independent broker or agent. So once they turn 26 and they miss that 30 days, then they can go next at the next opening of open enrollment. Is yes. that right? Yep. There are only three times you can enroll, decline, or, or make changes to your benefits. And the one is your new hire period. Mm-hmm. The second is every company once a year will have open enrollment. That date is is set by the company. So most people do it January 1st, Centrist, it's April 1st for us. Uh, but you always have a chance once a year to enroll, decline, or make changes. And then the other time is if you have a significant life event, you turn 26, you get married, divorced, so on and so forth. Okay. Great. Wow. One of the benefits I think we talk about, I've talked about recently, <laughs> retirement. Yes. I mean, it's yeah. whatever. Anyway. Well, our age group, we're going to be 70, I think, is what it is now. Hasn't it, doesn't it keep going yeah, up? I, so. I remember yeah, when we were teenagers. They were like, you're, it's going to be 67 yeah. when you're... Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and you and you think about it and you start a job when you're 26 or 22 mm-hmm. or whatever that looks mm-hmm. like. Retirement is not on your mind. No. Right? But should it be yeah. uh, from a benefit standpoint? Should you be paying attention to it? Absolutely. If my dad is listening to this, he's <laughs> going to be so happy. I should have listened to him. Um, he is yeah. jumping mm-hmm. up and down. I know. Right? We got an extra listener. <laughs> but, yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, he told me right away, 18 year old Chrissy, start contributing even the smallest amount to a 401k or any retirement plan um, that your employer option uh, offers. Obviously, the longer your money is invested and the and the higher rate of return, the more it's going to grow. So I wish I would have listened to him because I would have been further along in my retirement savings. But essentially, $5 invested today at age 18 could grow with compound interest and be worth over 5000 by retirement. So sometimes people think, oh, I got it. They don't, it's going to take a chunk of my paycheck. Absolutely not. Especially when you're young, start off small and it's going to grow and grow and you're going to be super happy and be able to retire early. Not this right. 67. Right. <laughs> no. Right. Right. And there's some companies that even have that, that match. Mm-hmm. So they do that match program. Absolutely. Yes. So providing all these benefits. I mean, that's that's a lot that the company is doing for employees. And I, I can only imagine that that's an incredible cost. So are companies required to offer benefits to employees? Great, great question. So in the United States, there's no federal law that requires private employers to offer specific benefits, but there are a few exceptions. Um, the Affordable Care Act requires large employers, which is usually 50 or more employees, um, to offer a health insurance that meets certain requirements. If not, they can receive penalties. But if they're less than 50 employers, no, they don't have to offer health insurance. Uh, but what everyone does have to, uh, the required ones are minimum wage, overtime, FMLA, workers' comp, unemployment, Social Security, Medicare, those types. Um, While there are, though, no mandates for other benefits like retirement plans, PTO, dental vision insurance, many employers will offer these to attract and retain talent and to remain competitive in the job market. Um, Really, the only time you see an employer not providing benefits is if they're extremely small. Um, A lot of employers know this is a huge 
perk and a huge need. Um, so most employers are going to offer some sort of benefits package. Yeah, I came from an agency that we only had like 16 employees, I think, at max. Mm -hmm. And so they did offer health insurance. Now that came at a higher cost to the employee, obviously, because we were less than that 50 employees. Yes. And it's expensive. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah, they did offer that, wow, which was wonderful. a great perk to mm -hmm. that, that company. Absolutely. Um, going beyond, so we always mm -hmm. think when we think benefits, mm -hmm. I mean, I think we all immediately go to medical, dental, vision, yep. life insurance. Yes. What are some of those additional benefits that are being asked for by those individuals and what benefits really help um, Haley, especially in that recruiting process? Yeah. Um, you mentioned it earlier, a 401k match is super duper import important. Um, PTO, paid holidays, maternity leave, paternity leave, adoption leave. And, and by that, I mean, under FMLA, we have to give that to you, but paid leaves, um, if an employer is going to pay you for that leave or not. Um, Childcare subsidies, flexible work arrangements, some um, public companies can have stock options or equities. Um, but, you know, wellness programs, zoo and gym memberships, I get asked about a lot, um, and professional development or any sort of tuition reimbursement. Is your company going to invest in your knowledge and help you in your profession or in your career by helping pay for those costs? I think you two need to talk about your wellness program. You guys do an amazing job. Give you some kudos around here. I mean, when you say wellness, it means so many different things, mm -hmm. but it's so important to help drive down mm -hmm. the cost yep. of benefits, right? Absolutely. So talk, both of you, just jump in. Liz, what do you think about the wellness program? I'm interviewing her now. Wow. I like it. I mean, I'm like in this? the hot seat. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you look at a wellness program, you kind of you touched on it already. Wellness isn't just going to the gym and working out. Mm -hmm. Wellness goes beyond that. There's the mental wellness. There's social wellness. There's emotional wellness. There is that physical wellness. Um, all of those things really play a big part in how we are productive in the day. Mm -hmm. So, and if we're taking part in those wellness programs and taking care of ourselves, Yes, we are more productive when we're taking less time off for sick leave, mm -hmm. but we're also bringing those, um, the, I'm probably not going to use the right word, but the costs for insurance, like we're not being, we're not having to use our claims. insurance, our claims. Thank you. There was the word claims. We're not having to use or put, submit claims as often because we're taking care of ourselves just in that full realm. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, Chrissy asked she found out kind of a little bit of my background and she asked me to just kind of help her reinvigorate Centris's yes. wellness program. We've been going on, I think we're now a year and a half into kind of this revigorated and we keep fine tuning it and changing it. It's exciting. Um, but so being that, being a, you know, an offering that we have at Centris, Chrissy, can you kind of describe what a good wellness program might look like and what employees look for when it comes to a wellness program being in your position? What are what are they asking for when it comes to wellness? Yes. The most important piece of a wellness program is getting leadership buy-in from the top down. So when we first introduced this program, gosh, it was probably back in 2016, maybe, um, I sat down with our whole executive committee and pitched it and needed their buy-in and got uh, a sponsor from their executive committee. So maybe making sure that your leadership um, buys in and that the company is willing to 
have that commitment to employee well-being is important. Um, Liz, you mentioned it needs to be about the whole person, physical, mental, emotional, financial yeah. wellness, yep. <clears throat> excuse me, that you guys talk about on this podcast all the time is super important. Um, you know, a good program will provide education on various topics, um, but also give incentives or rewards to help che- achieve various goals and participating in activities. Um, you also need to be able to collect data on the participation and evaluate the program and continually improve it. A cool thing we did today, I want to give a shout out to the Nebraska uh, Sports Councils. We this year participated in the Omaha Corporate Games, where Centris is competing against other employers in our area and various amounts of Mm -hmm. events from cornhole to trivia to, I will give us a shout out, we were the pickleball champions in our, so uh, lots of going on. And so I highly encourage um, uh, employers, if you're listening, to take a look at that because it's a really fun way. Our employees are so competitive, like to to talk trash to one another (laughs) and um, have really got a kick out of this. And overall, if we win, we get a big old belt. So uh, Centris is really looking for that title belt. We're trying. Yep, we are. (laughs) Are you going to wear that belt? Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Yep. Every day. With your chipmunk voice. With my chipmunk voice. Yes. Okay. Cam, (laughs) note that. Okay. That's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. And I I, kind of want to piggyback onto this because you know, Chrissy and I have really sat down and looked at the wellness program. And, you know, a lot of us think, oh, it's just how many steps can Mm -hmm. an employee get in a day? And we've really looked at it from a month. How can every month we focus on one of those topics, physical, mental, Mm -hmm. emotional, financial, just overall well-being? We've really dived into that with our employees, giving them educational materials on things, having them take part in webinars or just reading about those different type of wellness um, opportunities or things that they can think about doing at home, mm-hmm. even with their family. So yeah. it's been a really good, I, I feel like our participation has been amazing. Like yes. We've had over what, like 70 some percent participation of the employees. So it's in at least some capacity. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. And we're always trying to change it and fine tune it and make it like, I always say this better than yesterday. Yeah. We're just trying to make it better so that employees continue to want to be engaged and continue to want to grow yes. themselves. Just all around. We're enhancing our recipe yes. for wellness. We are enhancing the recipe. So good. And so just good. a little bit more spice to your life. Entranced right now <laughs> by you guys. <laughs> Had that been in the chipmunk voices, you would have been just laughing I really know. hard. I know. Dang it. Uh, so you just gave us a bunch of different ideas for different benefits that are standard and, and things like that. But what are what are maybe some benefits that people are not asking for or even... Uh, looking into that they should be making sure that they're available to them. Absolutely. I am so passionate on these first two is your your 401k. If your employer offers a match, make sure you're putting in enough to get that match. That is free money that they are trying to give you to take. So make sure you take that. Um, Also, an easy way is to have your 401k automatically increase every year. One percentage, you won't notice that much in your take-home pay. And so make it do it for you because if every year you have to go in and do it, you'll start second guessing. But if it automatically does 
does it for you, you won't you won't feel that impact at all. Um, same with if your company offers a health savings account, a lot of employers will match in that account. Make sure that you are maxing out that match because again, it's free money that they're trying to give you. Um, some flexible spending accounts will allow you to set aside pre-tax dollars for medical or dependent care. So that can help reduce your annual income, which is a nice benefit to you. Um, any tuition reimbursement, professional development or certifications or mentorships. Look into your company, ask your HR department, you know, I want to grow my career here. What type of programs do you have for that? That's often overlooked. And then lastly, um, most companies will have some sort of employee assistance program that can offer anywhere from short-term counseling for you and your dependents to legal and financial services like estate planning, wills, tax advice, all that good stuff. And, and don't be afraid to ask your HR. Yes. If, if you don't have it, someone is looking for it, right? Correct. And if they could help start it or just, you know, talk to someone like you to, to look into it more, the opportunities are endless, really, right? Absolutely. I mean, just to, people are looking for a place they want to stay mm-hmm. and benefits. They're looking for a career. Yeah. Yes. Benefits help with that. Yes. So ask the questions. Don't be afraid. Absolutely. Very good. Nice. We talked about that we've kind of hit on this podcast, but we really talked about it in the last one on work-life balance and the importance of that and how important today is offering that flexible work schedule or that remote work policy. I'm so glad we're talking about this because I think it is very popular right now for majority of the workforce, especially after COVID. Um, There are numerous benefits to employees being able to have that flexibility, work from home or do remote work. However, I do want to note that it's important that it may not be suitable for all industries or all roles. And I want our listeners to know that some jobs do require a physical presence in the workplace and certain tasks are best performed in a collaborative in-person environment. So don't discard an employer if they don't offer those programs. Instead, I would encourage you to seek to understand the whys and then look at the full package of benefits offered. You know, what do they offer because they are, you know, in person and um, not remote working, but it's very important. And I think it's a great typical question to ask to see what flexibility um, you could have with your next employer. So as we kind of round up the, the, the podcast here a little bit, you, you do this every single day. You're, you're getting questions from employees every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're reviewing the benefits all the time. So do you do this once a year? Do you just look at everything or you meet with your vendors or how does, how does that piece of your, your job look? How do you even select what, what is right? Yeah, I do have a great uh, partner, um, a broker that, that assists with this, but we're looking throughout the year, but I would say every year we're looking at what changes are we going to make or what are we going to do? So it's annually, I do a a marketplace and competitive analysis. I know, blah, 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 but I do want to see where Centris falls within our industry trends because we do like to be a little above our competitors when it comes to our benefits program. Um, And then I'm also taking into consideration legislative changes, employee feedback. Yes. Like you were just saying, people all the time, I wish we had this. I wish we had that. And then also what's going on in the world, COVID. I mean, that really affected um, how we look at our benefits. So constantly throughout the year, I would say those are the three things, legislative employee feedback, what's going on in the world. And then annually, we're looking at what are other companies doing in our industry, in our market area, 
and where do we fall in regards to that? You're the advocate Mm -hmm. for the employees. So for those listeners who are looking for a job, make sure you find that HR team that that is the advocate, right? Truly for you. Because this is, like you said, it's your career. It is. It's what we're here for. Yeah. It's great. We got really lucky at Centris. You did. Absolutely. That, that HR team, that whole area. Yes, absolutely. Amazing. All right, Chrissy. Now you're in the hot seat because Ooh. it's time for a game. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh I got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's our penny or two for your thoughts. So we always like to kind of wrap up the episode with a penny or two for your thoughts where you're just providing our listener with that one key takeaway that you want them to walk away from this podcast with. Yes. Don't be intimidated by benefits. Easier said than done. I know. No one understands benefits, <laughs> honestly. And those of us that do or have it have a leg up on it, we know how intimidating and overwhelming they can be. So your HR department is there to assist you in understanding your benefits package. Ask the question. Remember, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask that you need to know the answer to or want to know the answer to. And then I think a lot of times we need that self-reflection. Decide what's important to you. Share that with your prospective employer and then ask how they can support that. Put it on them that this is what's important to me. How can you make this happen for me? So those would be my pennies for your thoughts. I love Very it. nice. Thank yeah. you so it, much. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Dad jokes. I yeah. love it. Super beneficial. That's pretty good. To have me on so, here. Yeah. So good. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Right. Chrissy, <laughs> you truly are one of our favorite people at Centris, oh. and we appreciate you. And we're so glad that you joined us today. Thank you so much for just sitting down. Yep. Chipmunk chatting with us. Oh my and gosh. Ooh, chipmunk. I need Cam chipmunk to follow chatting. me around. And the rest of my life. Yes. <laughs> It's so good. See, I do sound like the idiot chipmunk. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> I love my voice like I this. do too. This I'm is so good. Here, I, I'll try. I will. Okay. <laughs> See, but I sound dumb. We're so slow in how we talk. I don't get it. Okay, Chrissy. Thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with us today and providing our listeners with great insights into employee benefits. (laughs) I think our listeners will find this episode extremely beneficial. For our listeners out there, if you're still there, If you have any financial topics you want to learn more about, you can email us at apennyforyourthoughts at centressfcu.org and we'll track down the right expert to come on to the show. And if you don't want to miss an episode, please come back. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and help other listeners find us by rating, reviewing, and sharing the latest episode. <laughs> I'm early. Awesome. Oh, I'm not done. <laughs> also, follow Centris on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I think it's still okay to call it that. And LinkedIn, or check out our website at 
Mattress F C U or <laughs> This is our last podcast, isn't it? This is it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, our website has a great blog full of good information, and Megan is the one that supplies that. And she doesn't sound like a chipmunk. She's gonna be so disappointed. I know. If you want to chat with one of our amazing experts that doesn't sound like this, you just give us a call at 402-334-7000. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Bye! Bye! <laughs> a Huda Media Production.